Good morning. Happy Monday morning to you. Hope you're all awake, awake and wide-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning on this Monday morning. Glad that you could join me. Today is uh, Monday, December 14th, and we are marching right through December and getting closer to Christmas and just enjoying this Advent season. And I just got to say what a joy it was yesterday to... Uh, to witness the three baptisms that we did at church and to just enjoy worship and, and a retelling of the uh, Christmas story and uh, as we go through and get closer to Christmas, what a joy. And uh, this week, uh, I'm going to continue with my Who I Am in Christ series, and today I would like to talk about growth in Christ, and the title actually that I've come up with is, I am confident that the good work done in me will be perfected. I am confident that the good work done in me will be perfected. And as I say that title, you might be reminded of Philippians 1.6, which is our core verse for today. Philippians 1.6 says this, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. As a powerful, powerful verse. Because the promise there is that Christ will be with us and He'll carry us on to maturity, to sanctification, um, and He doesn't just leave us stranded. Uh, those who got baptized, this is really the beginning of a journey with Christ, right? So they were justified in their faith and they showed that faith through their baptism and now they're beginning the journey of sanctification in which God will continue to grow them and increase them in their knowledge of who Christ is and how to live. And so... Um, that's a wonderful promise. I can remember when I first started working at UPS in 1987, had a two-week training period. And they said, if you pass your two-week training period, then we'll hire you. And so I went in, I started going in every morning at 4 a.m. That's when the shift started and being trained. And at the end of that two-week period, I thought, okay, I've been working really hard and surely they're going to hire me. And uh, at the end of that day, I can remember the boss came to me and said, well, we're just not sure if we're going to hire you or not. We'd like to give you another week, an extended training period, another week, so that we can be sure that you're just the right person. And I thought to myself, oh my goodness, really? I worked so hard. If I can't do this, who can? Well, I didn't realize it was a ploy that they do that with everybody, that they extend the training period virtually with everybody, try to get some more hard work and some more effort out of them during that uh, Pro, um, probationary period. And yeah, I did end up getting hired, of course. And then I realized later on they did that with everybody. Um, but, you know, that attitude of, you know, we're going to cut you loose if you don't, if you don't make the mark. Uh, that is not the attitude we get with God. Uh, the attitude of uh, make it or break it. God is always with us. That's his perspective. He'll never leave us. That's his pers perspective. Since I've since I began a good work in you, I will carry it on to the day of Christ Jesus. Together with God in my heart, um, I will not fail. I was thinking of the image of the disciples in the boat with Jesus. And the storms came up all around and the disciples got scared and fearful. And so they woke Jesus up and then Jesus said, Oh, you of little, oh, you of little faith, why are you so worried? Why are you scared? And the implication is that I'm with you in this boat. And if I'm with you in this boat, it's not going to sink. I love the phrase, he will carry you on to completion. He will carry you on to completion. I can remember in the early days 
of um, my time at West Hills as the pastor, we'd be we were doing things uh, really in those early days to keep things going and to revitalize. And I can remember sometimes if it felt like maybe it was not going the way that uh, we were hoped, or maybe we're praying for a, a particular result, we'd say, you know, God didn't bring us this far just to leave us stranded. God didn't bring us this far just to leave us stranded. Not just me, but others would say that too and encourage me, and I would encourage them, and we would keep going because we knew, we knew, and we should always know as Christians that if God is with us, um, He's not going to leave us. He's not going to leave us stranded. He'll always continue to give us that confident strength and growth. I'm going to turn to a number of different verses this morning. Right now, I'd like to show uh, show you second. Uh, I'm sorry, First Corinthians chapter seven. Turn to First Corinthians chapter seven. You know what? That's wrong. It's Second Corinthians seven. I have it wrong in my notes. Second Corinthians seven, verse four. Paul says to the Corinthians, "I have great confidence in you. I take great pride in you." I am greatly encouraged in all our troubles. My joy knows no bounds. Those are really, really wonderfully affirming words. And I think to myself, really? He's saying this to the Corinthians? The Corinthians were just full of conflict and problems uh, and uh, criticism, as I've mentioned before, of Paul's ministry, in fact. That's why 2 Corinthians was written as a defense of his ministry. And so here he's just being really positive with them, even in the midst of that. Why is that? In fact, if you look at verse 16 at the end of chapter 7, he says it once again, I am glad I can have complete confidence in you. <laughs> what is going on with that? How can he have complete confidence in these people that are just struggling with uh, division in their church and conflict and backbiting? It's because he knows that God is with them. He has confidence in them because of who God is, not because of who they are, but because of who God is. God is always, always working with us, working in us, working on us. That's part of His promise of sanctification. 2 Peter 3.18, turn there. 2 Peter 3.18, the great Bible verse on growing in Christ. 2 Peter 3.18 says this, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be glory, both now and forever. Amen. But grow, but grow. And how do we do that? It says, in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's not something that we just manufacture. We don't just grow because we want to grow. We grow because we are in His grace. And because we are increasing in knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Recall yesterday when I preached, I was preaching the simple Christmas story. But I said, listen, if we look deeply at this, if we consider carefully what we learn from this story, it will, it will propel us on, it will push us on in our growth. And so I went through various aspects of the Christmas story again. We, we rehearsed it again and we looked at the depth of the meaning. And it's that kind of understanding um, of God's Word that will carry us on, that will grow us more. And here we're seeing uh, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I love this one too, 2 Corinthians 3.18. Turn to 2 
turn back to 2 Corinthians again, this time 3.18, and we'll take a look at that verse. It says this, And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed, transformed into His, into His likeness with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Ever-increasing glory. Uh, that is, ever-increasing maturity and reflection of who, who God is. Yes, God has brought me this far to this point in my life, but there's a whole bunch more growing that uh, I have yet to do. It will be ever-increasing. The King James here says, from glory to glory, and I like to think it's from justification to sanctification. That is, when I'm justified, man, I got life forever, eternal life in Jesus Christ, and I have so much but there's so much more to get in sanctification because God is perfecting me. He's maturing me. He's growing me as His child. I'm always growing. I never stop. And we grow in His Word. That's the means uh, of His grace is His Word. So I have three Bible passages on growing in His Word. The first one is 1 Peter 2.2. 1 Peter 2.2. I love this one. It says, like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up, so that you may grow up in your salvation now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. So we're growing up in our salvation. We're already saved, that is justification. But now we're growing up in that salvation, sanctification, right? And we'll do so until glory, which is glorification, in heaven. Uh, and so uh, he's saying, keep growing, keep doing it. And then I also like 2 Timothy 3.16. Uh, 2 Timothy 3.16, the great all-Scripture is God-breathed verse. All-Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the person of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. All those things can happen, right? Teaching, rebuking, correcting, training in righteousness, if, if, we saturate ourselves in God's Word because that's what God's Word is good for. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful. It is good for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. But if you're not in the Word of God, if you're not reading it, learning it, listening to it preached, then um, you're not going to benefit from all of those things. And so we stay thoroughly and um, saturated by the Word of God. And this reminds me of Psalm 1. Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Blessed is the man, the person who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, <clears throat> or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is where? In the law of the Lord. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever he does prospers. And so you have this, you have this beautiful picture of a tree that's planted by plenty of water, and it's got good soil, and it's growing, and it's growing, and it's growing. How do you, how do you get to be that kind of a person? You get to be that kind of a person by saturating yourself in the Word of God, applying it to your life, and then loving those around you. But it starts with the Word of God. And so therefore, 
we can be confident, we can be confident, as Paul says in Philippians 1.6, back to our main verse, uh, that God, will, uh, who began a good work in you, will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. You can be confident of that. Uh, and confidence of uh, God's purposes in you is a very important aspect of our joy. Because if we don't have confidence that God is continuing to work in us, then when we come to a failure, we get wiped out. So when we hit those failures or we hit those discouragements, uh, we need to have this, under, this, this undergirding foundational sense that God will continue to do His good work in us. Right? And never think, never think that you're done learning. And, and see those aspects of what feel like failure or discouragement. See them as, as aspects of learning uh, rather than failure. Um, sometimes we say we're lifelong learners. That to the day we die, we're going to be learning because we're being prepared for heaven. If you think you know it all, you get into your 50s and you're into your 60s or whatever, and you think you know it, whatever age you're at, and you think you know it all, guess what? You've just become a know-it-all. And no one wants to be around a know-it-all because everyone knows that no one knows it all, right? And so uh, don't become like that. Rather, have the attitude of, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm going to keep learning. I have everything. I have more to learn uh, before me than I've learned in the past. And really, that's true. There's more that you don't know than there is that you do know. Even, in, even about the Bible, you think you know a lot about the Bible. There's still more that you don't know than you do know. And so there's plenty to learn. We're lifelong learners. So let's just stay humble about it and keep asking God to grow us and make us into Him, His image. And if we trust that, if we trust that He's doing that, like Philippians 1, 6 says, then we're going to have deep, deep and lasting joy because we know that God is not finished with us yet. Be patient. God isn't finished with me yet, right? You've seen that, that saying maybe on a t-shirt or on a bumper sticker. I have a question for you then. I should have asked in the beginning, so you could have been commenting on. But the question is this, what is something in your spiritual life that you see growth in? What is one area that, that you're actually seeing some growth in? It's not necessarily prideful to call it out, to say what it is. Maybe you're seeing growth in your understanding of some of the books of the Bible. Maybe you're seeing growth in your ability to uh, love others or be patient with others. Maybe it's the fruit of the Spirit, one of the fruits of the Spirit. What is it? Put a comment uh, in the section today of something that um, God, is <clears throat> God is growing you in. One of the things that I've gone through recently is just realizing that I don't have to depend on my feelings, um, that my feelings are not what drive me, they shouldn't give me my joy, that my joy comes from God and the assurance of His Word. And uh, that's one thing I'm growing in uh, continuously. And I, I appreciate my emotions and I appreciate the joy that my, my emotions bring, but so often my emotions are deceitful and my heart is deceitful. And I need to remember that and that God is the one who gives me the strength and the fortitude that I have each and every day. What is it that you're growing in and that God is continually working with you on right now in your life? And uh, maybe make a comment there before you sign off today uh, and uh, just bless others with that, uh, with that transparent comment of growth because God is growing all of us. Uh, we're lifelong learners.
and we can be confident that God is with us each and every day. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this amazing verse in Philippians 1.6. We thank you, God, that we can be confident and that you'll continue to grow us even until the day of Christ Jesus. And you'll complete us. You'll perfect us. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, give us the grace of understanding, the grace of patience uh, in remembering this, that you're continuing to work on us all the time. God, we love you. We thank you that we are in Christ and that we are learning what it means to be in Christ and who we are in Christ. And part of who we are in Christ is knowing and being confident uh, that you're growing us each and every day. God, I just thank you for this Advent uh, Christmas season as we look forward to the coming of the baby Jesus in the manger. Lord, and I also thank you for the joy that it brings. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. I love all of you. Have a great day, and I look forward to seeing you each morning this week. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.